0: What it is, what's up? Got a podcast in the cut. Hopefully it's entertaining. Uh the Tell us is a societal podcast and I've been looking at all of this stuff that's occurred since my last auburn related episode. Uh, I'm very about as knowledgeable as most people who use the internet 9, 10, 12 hours a day on this whole search um i figured i would just do kind of like a compilation of how i feel about it. some of the candidates um which is something i had promised to do earlier and I also kind of wanted to i guess address a couple things that have recently been percolating uh and we'll open one of those one of them is the j-boy show i put my j-boy show a thoughts on hey you family a pretty popular form uh quite frequently i I am I am of the opinion and this is not hate on coach Jake. I believe coach Jake has some sources. I don't believe that a lot of his sources are as le- I don't want to say legitimate but as apparently vetted as it would appear uh, he's missed on most things recruiting it seems like that have been locks uh, for the past few months now uh, the gimmies is kind of ones he's got I think he's got a couple of surprises. Um, I think the guy from A&M you know maybe surprising me is different than surprise somebody else because I, I follow forums that also have guys from sources so surprises for me a little bit different besides fucking, surprise fuck process for other people one take we keep it going um, so there's that but I mean some of the ones that he kind of put himself out on a limb and seemed to have had a good inkling for uh, did not go very well uh, as you can tell, there is no, she Quincy McKinstry at Auburn right now. Um, there's none of the Tennessee guys that we're supposed to be pretty high on here at Auburn currently. And I know that things are fluid, yada, 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 but when your pitch is that this is kind of a free version of that paid info that some guys supposedly have, um, in the auburn circles and just in general in college football um when that's your pitch it's kind of tough to keep missing especially looking of basketball which were quite a few misses in the basketball uh cycle the last one he kind of got hit on some of these and right now his money getter now before it was having a pretty good inkling on crystal ball crystal ball having this amazing staff i will say to play both sides once again still if you talk to anybody else that also has sources still was a again not still uh, my ball my bad crystal ball crystal ball was a gimme for auburn from what i understand until like that extension uh, was started to be discussed at any point between Gus being fired and then auburn was in on crystal ball obviously i think as all of us know now the boosters uh have pretty much gone a different direction the big boosters especially have gone a different direction that's kind of what's led others to go in. Follow uh, one of the big boosters, Rain. Who, if you follow Justin Hokans's uh Hokanson, Justin Hokanson's um rigmarole, has pretty much came out and said Rain was not the biggest force in um bleeding guys to steal. It appears that even though it obviously has been a largely group, largely group effort has occurred. Um, Rain wanted to freeze. And I guess got shut down by a majority on that. So, I mean, at least at the very least, Ray initially wanted a big play and kinda got turned down and I guess followed suit after that. It seems like this dude that um get out. I'm big get out. shit all right so sorry about that um sad interruption nothing i can do about it um so yeah fast forward into what i was talking about before rain got turned down followed the rest um the guy that had mentioned completely left field from what i understand um but some way it is connected to i believe the same company that was ran by rain i believe um so that's interesting also the connections to louder and is another one of the die acolytes, um, the whole die related, and die and was very intrusive too, um, back when he was alive, rest of soul, but also very intrusive with coaches as well. So it it, it makes sense that those left behind from die's time would also be very intrusive and also, you know, kind of have that mentality that I got money, so I know what I'm doing. Very popular in sports, very um I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but very common. So going from there, I don't know exactly. I forgot where I want to take that. Um, Hokans, you got. If you haven't read Hokans's rant, it's on his Twitter. It was like J Hope or something like that. Very, pretty much, will express everything that was at one point hidden behind walls for the past few days, uh, early in the week, especially. Kind of let lets all of that come to light Um, with a very, you know, well known face in this community. So, kind of enforces the stop steal campaign kind of makes sure that the right guys that have been essentially uh, committing shade and fraud um, exposes them to light and hopefully gets those people out the board of trustees is going to be very hard to get them out I believe someone on AU Family put out a uh, well referenced a article on AL.com that has pretty much shown why becoming a board of trustee is so incestuous and how difficult it is to get new minds in there. I believe there's only one person based on um, what this Reddit post that I'm actually pulling up right now. So Charles McCreary was the BOT member who was pretty much the bringer everything together. Apparently as Alabama CEO, yada, yada. Um, looking at the search committee, the one that's been purported uh, by Auburn and those power um alan green wanted differently and then this guy randy campbell wanted differently he wanted a different search committee i suppose so he had two guys that wanted differently um while well, everybody else is on there pretty much wants the status quo they're yes man which is just a, a verifiable um evidence that and in fact the whole search committee is just a show um so there you go. Charles Barkley apparently went to talk to Cristobal and had good feelings about Cristobal. So I imagine that's why he's not on this search committee. As I remember, he was on the last one in 2012. So maybe he's just going against the grain. But guess where we're at right now. Um, so I'm going to go from there and talk about the mystery candidate that has been currently allowing Coach Jake's Twitter to blow up as it has been. It's where it's the angle he's been pushing since the old crystal ball source failed (laughs) once again. Um, So, looking at this, JG Tate also has reported a surprise candidate. So, hopefully, you know, I would imagine there's not too many armor sources out there at this moment. A lot of guys are being, uh, they're starting to shore up leaks that aren't connected to the board of trustees. I said to say, Leaks that aren't being directly put out by the board of trustees via a middleman. I know that sounds contrarian or not contrarian, but paradoxical directly in the middleman. But the candidate, some people from trustees are directly putting out candidates that they want either for us, the fans to not like or for us, the fans to look at and be thinking, well, he's not. He's not ideal and still would be, you know, the. The status quo maybe you know you know maybe maybe still can't be worse than let's say Bobby Joe from some group of five team so I think they're kind of playing games with us in a certain degree they're not doing great because they keep on like listing new names that while being lower are still more presentable than Kevin Steele such as Neil Brown not saying that someone has been put out as like a um a um evidence of a lower tier coach because i think neil brown's done some decent things mm-hmm. along the way but uh obviously not somebody that you know you would like when, especially when you have crystal ball you have for, the thing about freeze that's, that's a special case which is something to consider if people still want freeze is that it, it's reported that if you were to get him Essentially, NCAA would come with them. You open the door for him, NCAA is coming in and saying thank you for letting me in your house without even asking you to actually do it. Um, so that, that's something to consider. Auburn obviously being, and this is what I heard, like, pretty much as soon as Gus got fired and people were asking for freeze. Due to what's happening with Bruce, this is just what I heard on AU, you know, Twitter. Let's say, Twitter. AU um, Twitter. Bruce. In a situation with Bruce is already leading the NCAA to be around our campus a little bit more than you would think. Metaphorical campus. Um, having Freeze would probably condemn the basketball program. That's what... Not, not, maybe not direct, like, you know, death penalty, but I think you want to play the game, and that's what they're doing with uh, Auburn's decision making on Freeze. They're not upsetting the NCAA. They're not rocking the boat. And Auburn... Very ballsless uh, In terms of people who run the place As you can tell right now um, Very ballsless place They're not shaking the boat On a on, uh, freezing pearl That's just something to consider It's just not happening As far as that goes um, Kiffin, I think I think Kiffin just wouldn't play ball with them But maybe they'll interview him um, And here, here's a thread I see about this surprise candidate I'm going to read it Kind of skim through a little bit So just stay with me JG takes support as unexpected big names, reach out to Arvin and Sorry, HC opening. Uh J. Boy says Earth Shattering won a lot on the Mount Rushmore, guys you think of as elite coaches. J Boy has clarified somebody that he thinks would be on the Mount Rushmore. But either way, Jay Boy is at the very least very knowledgeable about sports and especially football. So if he considers somebody on the Mount Rushmore, I'm with it. Um okay, so and Jay also has alluded that people, a lot of people have already figured it out um, and DM'd him about it. So it's somebody that's relatively popular. Um, Tate is claiming Meyer, Stoops, and Kiffin. I don't believe Kiffin would be considered that. I think out of those reasons, I would imagine is... I would imagine Meyer just because I would not consider Bob Stoops like earth shattering. But Stoops is someone that makes a lot of sense. Someone that was very heavily rumored uh, in twenty eighteen. We were at the same spot. Um, Tate's description of the, impact, of the impact on the search was along the lines of "AU didn't think he'd be available, and it's the type of guy where you drop everything and focus on him." Uh, Tate references Stoops several times as making sense to him, and that Stoops' connection to AU, unsure this is JT, JGT's way of saying who he is without saying. Um also... coaches and coach is one, so. Tate saying is saying that the, the window to hire him isn't you know closing such as with crystal ball who obviously had an extension come up you would uh, imagine that someone that's unemployed as this poster alludes to um turn would be somebody like like imagine elliot or venables those are guys that you kind of have a certain window they hire before they are preparing for the next season yada yada um this guy is an idiot um i've commented I'm going to call him an idiot. I don't know him personally. But I've commented on the unrealisticness of one of the candidates that he seems to love very often. Didn't have anything to say after I did that. So whatever. But <laughs> then Chris Peterson. Not. That's just not a. That's not an earth shattering candidate name. A, it's not earth shattering. And B, to me, when someone says that Depression and anxiety is putting them down from coaching football. They're not going to the most stressful situation period the second They get back into football. That's just not what would happen The only reason I would think that's just even somewhat feasible is because I imagine Chris uh, Chris Peterson wants to get back into the sport and would reach out to Auburn and would be somebody that Auburn wouldn't even think to c- uh, contact but you can say that about probably 20 to 30 other guys that have been elite coaches in the past 20 years That it just doesn't make it doesn't make sense to me. Um, Stoops, yes, pretty much the same thing I've alluded to earlier. Uh, Clear desire to return to football, taking a job at SFL. Yeah, okay. Uh, Urban Meyer, that that's the one to me that would be the most groundbreaking. It would also be one that, to simply put, would have everybody put their stuff down and report on now. Those people, it's only been two people from what I'm gathering from this story they reported on that. And this was posted five hours ago, so relatively recent. But I'm gonna scroll down and just kind of um another post, Mount Rushmore comment, Urban again, I think so. Um I just don't think Peterson makes sense. Like I don't think Peterson is a Mount Rushmore thing. And I don't know. Um and, yeah, someone posted it, which is kind of rational that I've had since jump. Meyer turned down Texas. Texas, even though they, they are probably comparably intrusive in terms of their board of trustees and also have comparably um, misguided fan base on their expectations, uh, Texas is still a nicer job. is going to pay more than Oliver. And that's just a simple fact. It's also easier. What can you do? Um, I'm just going on the first page. I, I honestly, God, believe that it's maybe something that maybe skimmed on. Like, I, maybe it's a candidate. That, like, maybe I like made a call. I don't. I just don't see Urban like. I don't see Urban calling somebody first. Period. I just don't see Urban Meyer. Urban has a huge ego. I don't see why Urban would go out of his way. To talk to somebody else first. I just I don't I just don't get that. Um, so yeah, um, scrolling down. Uh, I heard the mystery candidate has declined an offer, so now we'll never know who it is. Um, Jake Crane definitely said. That he um, would reveal it after the fact. However, Jake Crane also said that it was like a a game breaking type of staff that Ball wanted if he were to come here. And Jake Crane has never revealed who that candidate, like who is on that staff. So I mean, he, I think Jake Crane does a lot of, you know, I just don't, I just don't like that type of reporting. But I know it's what drives up views in this industry. But even after the fact, after it's done, you can't reveal. I know you don't have to reveal everything because just maybe people figure out your sources. You know, from you know retracing steps. Um, but I mean, like it's over with. There's no crystal ball. Say who's on that staff. If you've heard everybody on that staff, I I don't I don't get it. I don't. I don't really think Jake would reveal who that person is, even though he said he would. I just don't believe it. So, here's another tweet. In your last last pod, this is another Jake Crane show. Uh, Jake Crane Twitter tweet. In your last pod, you said the supposed mystery coach, the Mount Rushmore coach. Not going to ask who it is. You said you wouldn't say. Instead, I'll ask who you would put on your Mount Rushmore coaches very obvious bait but also done tongue-in-cheek to kind of give jake the understanding that you know i respect you don't want to say it but it'd be nice if you said it so here it is sabin meyer stoops sweeney riley carol carol probably being pete out of that you would obviously believe it not to be sabin or sweeney because both are associated with the Alabama job, both are doing pretty good in their respective places. Um, Clemson, I think I believe, accosted someone, maybe the source, maybe the coach directly. Um, both of their coordinators have been rumored to be in um, interviews with Auburn. So I would doubt that they would accosted our assistant coaches and then the head coach wants to come here. This is not going to happen. He's an Alabama guy. It's not going to happen uh carol I mean, come on um so it leaves riley meyer and stoops maybe post in this thread i'm talking about why riley um just doesn't make sense i don't know riley be, why would riley be the reason why riley makes sense out of those sits for what jake is talking about is because why would you consider why do you put that to on a mount rushmore without him being an obvious pick He's not a Mount Rushmore. He's been a head coach for three seasons. It's not a Mount Rushmore guy. But anyway. um, Yeah, Riley appears to be the one they're kind of mainly referring to here. Um, If it was Meyer, obviously, you do whatever you can get to, to, to him. Out of those three, and my premise in doing this was to kind of rank guys. Out of those three, I would take Urban, 1A... Um and then 1B2 and then 2 and then 3 and 4 and 5 I would take Sto- Stoops just like lost it towards the end of, at Oklahoma he just was not it anymore at Oklahoma he lost it with a Texas that was middling at best and then obviously Baylor and TCU kind of like passing up Oklahoma at that point but he was like just not good anymore like as a coach and Riley was on a hard carrying that entire team by that point by the end of his tenure there I just don't know I don't know what flame Stoops would have being away from the game like four five years and then if you were getting boat raced by Art Bryles who while being a top tier head coach you know probably you could consider I think Mullen the same level as Bryles you could reasonably say that Saban and um Sweeney higher on the totem pole all three of those guys that they recruit against to come here Kirby in terms of success right there with Art's very best and also went to a playoff uh, playoff, you know back a couple years ago multiple conference championships Then you gotta compete against four guys that are roughly if not better than Bryles here every year <laughs> so I don't think that one makes sense to me uh, so I'd have Stoops as like a Eight out of ten higher. I mean, better than most guys we have on the list, but I mean, you have to just think like he might be washed. That's a real possibility. Um, Riley, Riley, is he a good recruit? Does he have great recruiting at Oklahoma? So, see, you know, they go to the trend. I mean, they get the quarterbacks they want, they get some crazy receivers, they get some crazy transfer running backs. I think they got a couple, like, actually homebred running backs that are great. Um, Alice Grinch has been great. Developing a defense I don't know if they get Ace defensive guys But the, I mean the thing about Oklahoma Is that they can get Whoever they want Out of that region It's a little bit different When you come in here And you're just I mean, You're still Lincoln around Riley But you're not Oklahoma Auburn, Alabama is in this region While Oklahoma is In that region So it's a little bit different a different game you're playing um, That being said I mean Lincoln obviously Is schematically Better than anybody else On our list By a good margin I would say Even Even Freeze um, even Kiffin, I would say, like Lincoln is schematically a, a monster, and Grinch has worked magic. I feel like on the past um, couple months, with I mean, his defense has gotten better every season. Shout out to R.J. Young. So in that respect, I would I would say Stoops is like a seven and a half. Uh, I would matter of fact, I'm am I'm gonna have balls. I mean, I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. I think Stoops is a seven. Uh, it's hard to call him a 7 because some of the guys we have on that list are 7s. And Stoops is better than me than most of the guys on that list. <sighs> I'll give Stoops... Because you're going to give Stoops good money if you're going to bring him here. I'll give Stoops a 7 because of some of the financials that go into getting him. And then you really want to pair him with a pretty top tier defensive the coordinator. So the money's going to be good for that and buy out steel and all that. I'll I, I give him a 7. Um, I'll give Riley... A, a nine, but I want to say eight and a half because I don't know if he works here. He's worked there his entire, pretty much his entire coaching tenure. There is where he works at. The Midwest is where he works at. The Big Twelve is where he works at. I just don't know about the South. Um, I mean, we see, we don't see many Big Twelve guys come here. You know, it's just not a thing that happens. It's a, it's a unknown is what it is. But as far as who we got on the list, I'd have to give him a nine and maybe even nine and a half. Uh, Urban obviously 10. I mean, Urban could be damn near dead and still be a better candidate than 99% of guys out there. Urban just knows how to build a program. So that's it for the surprise guy. Uh, as far as the list of main guys that's supposed to be looked at so far, um, the big ones that I'm seeing, I'm looking at a list right now from Abe Arden Wire. I hate Brian Stoltz's writing, um, just period. Just his I just hate his writing. His writing is not good, in my opinion. But you know, he he, he grinds. He um, puts in work. You got to respect that. Kevin Steele, uh, Billy Napier, uh, Steve Sarkeesian, Brent Venables, Tony Elliott, um, Neil Brown, and those are the list. Those are the guys listed on that one. Uh, Missing obviously is a Kevin, uh, no freeze, obviously, as well. Um, Elliot said that he is not interviewing with Auburn as after as being asked, um, I believe it was Friday or Saturday, uh, Saturday. So, I, I, what, I what I'm seeing is that, um, it was just Bush League by Auburn to link that they were interested in Elliot at the time they did, um. It just, just, like, poor media control there, um, so that's big, but I still think it would be at least interested, I would imagine, if they offer him the right contract, um, I, you know, I, I, I don't know, uh, I mean, Elliot isn't, to me, I, th- I think what put some people above with Sarkeesian is that he has head coach history, um, but it's like i just don't know how valid that idea of head coach history is like if you got if you could have got joe brady right last year if we were lsu if you could have got joe brady this this year if you could have got him this year to become the head coach and i know that they lowball brady so off rib i know lsu probably doesn't respect him very much but this year after what's happened after the politics and lsu program after the scandals by orgeron himself outside of football um and after just how bad the team looks, it just, just schematically does not look great. I mean, they looked okay as the season progressed, but and Sminger is insminger. I mean, we already knew how that kind of looked like. You would probably take Brady, I would imagine, right now. You'd probably take Brady and you could get Orgeron out of here. And that's what LSU's is trying to do. LSU's trying to put Orgeron on the stake. So they would probably take Brady right now. No head coach history. A little bit of NFL history now, but no head coach history. I just don't know how valid that, that idea that you need to have head coach history is. It'd be nice. It'd be better than hiring, like, let's say you hire enemy as an NFL franchise. No idea how he is as a head coach. That probably makes you a little bit wary because a lot of times candidates don't translate. But I, I'm thinking currently, you have such a certain level of expertise on a skilled great uh factory for some for something whether it be special teams defense offense whatever um it's worth the gamble in my opinion <laughs> um hey I, I mean elliott has put together good offense lately looked great um they've consistently put out elite running backs Sometimes the running scheme isn't great with Clemson. That's one thing I've noticed that a lot of people don't report about. With how good the offensive line usually is, it's kind of weird to me that sometimes the running backs just get, like, locked down. Um, that's something I don't think enough people talk about, but passing-wise, I mean, who... who? And, yeah, I mean, you got, you know, the top, the cream, the crop receivers. Higgins, Ross, Watkins, yada, yada, list goes on. Mike Williams... But uh, schematically, I mean, they always get open. They destroyed Alabama's defense 2018. They were fairly open for the first half of the LSU game last year. Now, LSU ate apart the offensive line, got in Trevor's head. The rest was history after that. But the receivers weren't open, um, even with a, a Ross that I believe was I believe it was Higgins that was banged up, and Ross kind of like was not there mentally. Well, either either flip that, or you know, whatever, flip injuries, whatever. But the point being that the receivers usually are never the problem being open, and that's something I think Auburn wants—at least as fans go—is open receivers. Schwartz is about as good as almost any receiver in this conference, almost. Really open, going down the field, really open. Seth almost never open. Scheme someone open is an attribute that would be very valuable in the Auburn uh, franchise. So, yeah, uh, Sarkeesian also has been offered apparently. Um, I think they've contacted Venables for an interview, from what I understand. Uh, Neil Brown's a late report, so I don't know how that's going. But as far as what I'm seeing, um, where I think our headspace is at outside of Kevin Steele. I mean, I'm just of the opinion that if you can get Sarkeesian or Kiffin, that's probably about as good as you're going to see from this search. Um, Just, I mean, most of the other good names just go out the window. Uh, I would say one A and one B should probably be Sarkeesian and Kiffin. Sarkeesian seems to have a little more of a lead in terms of the viewership here. Uh, The fans. I think Lane is a big money, um, but it's also big money. So I don't know if there are two Interested in paying that money because it, from what I also saw from the 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 leaked thoughts, um, the leaked source, whoever that guy is on on Reddit, is that the trustees did not fork out the money for Gus. It was made from reserve funds, so that kind of changes my idea about what's happening quite a bit. If they didn't they didn't pay, or at least they they said Rain didn't, I believe. But if Rain did not pay that one of the bigger money ones. That kind of makes me think The guys want to drop money like that On a a candidate That's just my opinion But Those two 1A, 1B Uh Venables would probably be Um I'm always privy to offensive guy Over a defensive guy So I'd probably have Tony Elliott above Venables Um Tony Elliott also being younger Um Tony Elliott being easier to look at. I hate looking at Brett Venable's face. I know that's, that's, just, that's not a real attribute. You can call him whatever you want to call me. But I hate looking at Brett Venable's His face just unnerves me. I'm not going to lie to you. It just weird to me I to look at him. Um, they have Napier like, towards the bottom of my... Uh, These five or six names. Then I'd probably have Neil Brown at the very bottom. Um, just has not been very good at West Virginia. And that's a pretty shoddy conference he's in on that level so not very interested in neil brown but you know it is what it is as far as that goes and kevin still shouldn't be a candidate i swear to god if you like kevin still as a candidate there's something legitimately wrong with you in the brain it's got commuted mutiny against gus for two years with and basically called gus's bluff on firing him that that blows my mind that so anybody would support him after that literally people shouldn't even watch Auburn football after what Steele's done and this whole nonsense that oh, oh sorry, uh, Steele he was you know he's turning defense around and you know should, you should you support someone that's putting so much work on defense fucker gave up like 40 points to Alabama last year and gave up like 40 what, 49 to Alabama this year and could have gave up like easily 70 they tried Stevens didn't look good this year it didn't look great they, the second there do, I swear to God, dude, his press coverage because of the matchup gives me aids. It gives me aids. The damn press matchup. Oh my God! like it's everybody. It makes no sense. It's just so headstrong and so stupid. They can't even play zone. They look. They look actually confused playing zone against guys. What does he do? Does he just only play practice man? Is not practice any zone? Anyway. Steel's horrible. Don't if you like Steel's candidate, don't you might as well not come back to this podcast because like anything else you hear in reference to me discussing Kevin Steel it's gonna be insulting. Just there's a reason to hashtag to not have that guy be head coach. It's not because people just hate everything uh Auburn or or whatever. It's because he's just not a good candidate. I mean, he went 131 as the Baylor head coach. He's not even in the top five candidates uh, in terms of like prior history. There's guys that don't have head coach history that are better candidates as a head coach than Kevin Steele because they their head coach history. His head coach history is a negative. It's not even a neutral system. <laughs> oh, man. Um, that's going to be it for this one. I'm... Um, Uh, Kevin Steele, I'm blown.